Chapter 15 of Rational Theology as Taught by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints by John Andreas Widso. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Wayne Cook. Chapter 15 The Kingdom of the Evil One if there is progression there may also be retrogression if there is good there may be evil everything has its opposite descending beings in a universe containing eternal intelligent personalities possessing free agency there may be beings who are in opposition to the general law of progress in fact such opposing intelligent spirits or men have always and everywhere been found. Naturally, those who devote themselves to the opposition of law are waging a hopeless battle, and lose their strength as time goes on. Nevertheless, since many of them have acquired great knowledge before they turn against the truth, they may long continue active in their opposition to righteousness. The final end of such beings is not known. As they are eternal, it is doubtful if they can ever fully destroy themselves. Nevertheless, as they oppose law, they will at last shrivel up and become as if they were not. Beings who would stand in the way of progress also use the forces of the universe as best they can, and must be considered in the ordering of life, whether in or out of the earth. THE DEVIL the number of descending spirits in the universe is not known. In fact, little is known about the whole matter, which probably is for the good of man. The scant knowledge that we have comes largely from the account of the Great Council. One of the great spirits there present proposed to save men without the use of their free agency. When he and his numerous followers failed to secure the adoption of this plan, they left the Council and set themselves thenceforth against the plan adopted by the majority. The leader in this rebellion was Lucifer, said to be a prince of the morning, who undoubtedly, through much diligence, had acquired a high position among the spirits. Even those of high degree may fall. No man is sure of himself unless from day to day he can keep the germ of opposition from settling within his breast. Lucifer and his followers, who fell from the great council, are the devil and his angels, possessing definite wills and free agencies, who are still continuing the battle that originated in the heavens. The fundamental conceptions of eternalism, including eternal beings, make reasonable the existence of a personal devil with personal agents, whose indestructible wills are used to oppose the great plan through adherence to which man entered upon his earth career man and the devil in a measure god and all other intelligent beings are affected by the active will of man if man wills not to be helped by god it is difficult for god to send him divine help even so in the face of the will of man the devil has little or no power it is only when man so wills that he hears fully the voice of God, and it is only when man so wills 
that he hears the message of the devil. The doctrine that a request must initiate the gift is true in the relationship that may be established between man and the devil as between man and God. God sends his messages throughout the universe. So does the devil as far as his knowledge permits him. However, the messages of the evil one need not be heard unless man so desires. In reality, therefore, man does not need to fear the evil one. He is not a force that can work harm unless man places himself under the subjection of evil. But if the devil be allowed a hearing, he may become the master of the man and lead him downward on the road of retrogression the devil subject to God. Though the free agency of man is supreme with respect to himself, under the direction of a perfected intelligence it must not interfere with the free agency of others. This law holds for all ascending or descending intelligent beings. For that reason the devil is subject to God and is allowed to operate only if he keeps within well-defined limits. He can suggest ways of iniquity, but he cannot force men to obey his evil designs. A man who sincerely desires to walk in righteousness need have no fear of the devil. By the knowledge of opposites, man may draw conclusions of far-reaching importance in his course of progression. The operations of the devil and his powers may, therefore, serve some good in giving contrasts for man's guidance. This does not mean that it is necessary for man to accept the suggestions of the evil one, or to commit evil to no truth. On the contrary, every rational impulse resents the thought that a man must know sin so that he may know righteousness better. Unfortunately, the works of the evil one may be plentifully observed in the world, among those who have forsaken the great plan and the path of progression. End of chapter 15